Welcome to the Midwest Scrubcast. We have a lot of interesting discussions to get to today, but first, let's introduce the cast. Your pilot for the party bus today will be yours truly, the salt monster, Clint Hewson. And in the gunner seat will be the Midwest Scrub himself, Dan Peterson. How's it going? Also tonight, we have the Iron Man, Matt Carey. Ooh, uh, am, am I a crew slot? You are one of the crew slots. Oh, well. The party bus has two crew slots and a gunner slot. Okay, well Perfect then. Uh, all right, cool. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Matt Carey. And also in the second crew slot, we have Emily Ratzel. Nope. Dang <laughs> it. Dang it. Uh, Rastel. There you, there you go. go. You got it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, running joke. I cannot pronounce her last name the correct time. Correct the first time. Ever. Ever. Yep. Well, hello. That's me, Emily Ratzel. <laughs> Rastel. Rastel. Um, all right. Back over to Salt Monster. Thank you. Uh, today, uh, we're going to be giving our takes on some contentious points uh, of X-Wing game design. We're going to try not to make this all negative and salty, so take it with a grain of salt. Ha. Uh, because we don't want to disagree with everything FFG says. We don't uh, disagree with it all. Uh, so first, uh, let's get to a topic that we brought up several weeks ago in the blog, gas clouds. So in the FFG forums, like you guys actually wrote the blog, and the forum just disagreed yeah, completely. So it's uh, it's actually really interesting that when we when we post blogs, primarily the two places that we get most of the discussion is either at the FFG forums or on Reddit in the X-Wing TMG subreddit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always really fascinating to me how much those two different forums completely disagree with each other where we'll post some sort of a divisive topic such as gas, you know, discussion on gas clouds and one will absolutely 100% agree with everything that we say and the other one will just rage. Uh, In this particular instance, the FFG forum, generally speaking, agreed with with our take on gas clouds and Reddit almost 100% disagreed uh, and actually had some rather odd comments. Yeah. So uh, just to clarify, if you haven't read the article, please do. It's nice. And it's uh, uh, written by me, so I'm a little uh, partial. But uh, basically, we we said that uh, like the defensive bonus when you shoot through it is great. You know, turning a blank to an evade, it's interesting design space, not bad design space. But the design space that we don't like is that the only penalty for passing through or landing on a gas cloud is that you lose your action and there are so many different ways to get past that with uh ex- fully executed maneuver or you know i i listed them in the article there's just so many ways to get through that where you're still getting action so it's basically like the cloud isn't there and but it's played like that in most games yeah definitely just put them wherever yeah so i had a couple so we were talking about, you know, Dan said, uh, we have some odd statements from Reddit. Uh, one of the people were like, well, if you have a problem with them, just place them in a useless location, location so they're out of the way. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because I'm complaining about them not really being an obstacle. And you're telling me to put them out of the way so they're not an obstacle. It's like that well, they, that accomplishes the same problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, 
by far the most uh, popular response was gas clouds are the defensive option, which I disagree with, kind of. I think that all of the obstacles are the defensive option. Yep. Um, An asteroid, to me, I think is the most defensive option because it closes off an entire lane. If you're not shooting at me, that's better than getting a free evade on a blank. Uh, It's just... So gas clouds are the defensive option against some ships. Yeah. Right. It's like specifically gas clouds are to the your advantage to bring if you're playing against something that can specifically work with, you know, with rocks, yeah. for example. So uh, there are certain scenarios where, you know, it's so there is that sort of play of like, oh, well, you know, what types of uh, different types of obstacles are useful for different yeah. scenarios. Like, and I get that. Yeah. And that's not, but that's not what we are and I would say that's that's kind of a valid point, but that's not what we're that's not our problem with yeah. them, right? Our problem with them is not the the design space of it in general. It's more specifically the idea of the lack of consequences. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think the the idea of the cloud the gas clouds as the defensive option. I don't I don't think that's specifically relevant to the argument we were trying to yeah. make in the argument. Yeah, and that wasn't the argument that we made at all. It was basically, yeah, we actually like that. Go for it. Good job, FFG. We like that. Yeah, the adding the adding the evade is a is a cool design space that they haven't done. It brings it brings back what is that, is that auto thrusters? Yeah, it brings back auto thrusters, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. So sure, if you're playing an ace list, you can bring this gas cloud that you can hide yourself behind, and then you get an extra die and change a blank to an evade, which is cool. But I would still prefer to take a rock because yeah. it's a gas cloud. Your opponent is just going to drive through it if they're trying to chase you. Whereas a rock, they're going to have to dodge around it, unless they're just crazy. Yeah, um, it's like, or aggressive, they are accepting the yeah. consequence of. Yeah, and that's fine. But I, I think gas clouds are not for aces; they're for swarms. Yeah, it's yeah. that don't have to worry about it, or large base ships that now don't have to worry about it. So, with that being said. It seems like, generally speaking, FFG is trying to encourage the game in a direction that uh, would have more generic ships on the table Mm -hmm. and higher numbers. Um, So do you think that that might actually be part of why they went with the relative lack of consequences for gas clouds, is to encourage it in that direction? I don't know. I, I would say that swarms benefit and lose from, I mean, swarms benefit from the maneuvering. Uh, but swarms, I think, because they're you know swarms are typically two die ships, they're the ones that get hurt the most by the defensive option part of it. So I mean, there is a little bit of balance there, but not a whole lot. Um, it also depends on which swarm you're talking about. Yeah. If you're a vulture swarm, then you want rocks and debris sure. so like, that yeah. you can land on them. So, sure. yeah. but if you're a tie swarm, um, or like a rebel beef swarm or something, the gas clouds aren't bad though because you just drive over them and you can get yourself in a nice block and with how runner or sinker you have actions anyways you have passive re-rolls yeah Mm -hmm. yeah there was a quote in the article from d yoon when he was uh when he won a hyperspace trial that he just basically said there i have zero consequence you know what he was running a tie swarm without you know with how runner you put your tie swarm down in a corner and then in that in the corner that you set up in you have a gas cloud that you were able to place yourself and then a couple of no more gas clouds 
so you have zero consequences and you can just drive towards your enemy in whatever direction you need to point yeah and you still get your rerolls. you know <laughs> some of the ties will also have focuses because yep. they miss the cloud but mm-hmm. the other ones yeah it's uh just doesn't seem it, the lack of consequence again mm-hmm. um which for you know a game that was designed on maneuvering it teaches new players nothing yeah yeah it's um that was so another, another another one of the odd statements. This yeah. is verbatim. The maneuvering consequences are actually very large. And it's like, no, it's not. It's <laughs> what, just like, what consequences? <laughs> you don't it's, get an action. Yeah. Okay. Maneuvering consequences. So, yeah, I mean, you still want to drive around them. But the point is not that there aren't maneuvering consequences at all. The point is that the maneuvering consequences are drastically smaller yeah. relative yeah. to the other obstacles in the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's, yeah. So let me play devil's advocate for a minute and why why do you think that obstacles necessarily have to have consequences right and that that gets at this other odd statement here right below where you're saying the other odd statement that we had gleaned from uh from reddit which was it's like driving through fog it shouldn't hurt you know saying that like you know it's it's just part of the thematicness of it but yeah, my my thought is like it, it it is really it all comes down to a to a game design, you know, um, strategy or whatever. Um, up until now, X Wing has been a game where obstacles matter, where obstacles have significant consequences, and if your game is focused on maneuvering and positioning. It, I think it therefore logically follows that the that the I, that the purpose of asteroids is to make maneuvering and positioning more challenging. Yes, and so uh, Dan, specifically to the question, my answer would be: everybody without obstacles, everything becomes a joust. I mean, most games are end up being a modified joust to some extent. You know, there sometimes there's a little bit of flanking, but there is. At that point, you might as well just set up straight across from each other, and whoever has the best jousting list, just run at each other and do it. If there's, if obstacles don't have consequence, then that's what you're doing. Is that not what the people want? <laughs> if it, I don't care what the people want. I care what I want. No, um, no, it's. It, it, I mean, if that's what they want, they can just when they're sitting at the table at their house, or if they're at their game local game night, they can just play a game without obstacles you know so so to a degree what you're saying is that uh obstacles that don't actually have consequences or severe consequences for driving over them make the game itself less interesting yes that that's yes that's exactly what i was saying (laughs) uh, um but Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know it's and, and we are all competitive players, of course, and yes. that I think that does that does skew our opinions yes. in the sense that you know I'm sure that some of the people who read the article are much more casual players than we are, and they don't and see fair. and they don't see a problem with gas clouds in a you know mm-hmm. in a theoretical way. Like mm-hmm. I could understand that if you're yeah. if you're not a serious player, I could understand how you would shrug and be like, oh, what's the big deal right. of of gas clouds? But as you know, as a competitive game, I think it becomes a little. Uh, as we've said before, a little problematic when there's not consequences. Yeah. I I just, I was thinking about it as we were 
setting up to discuss gas clouds and wondering if we were just being curmudgeonly first edition players. Mm-hmm. I mean, to an extent that might be true. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's probably truth to that. Is that we're competitive people and we, we, you know, I, I can take better advantage of something blocking somebody's way Mm -hmm. you know but but no i I do think that your your point matt that it does actually make the game more interesting to have the obstacles have consequences is probably very valid yeah and it can still be a light a lighter a lighter consequence a lighter consequence yeah and we've talked about this uh from side to side i think um uh, i mean so the the stress mechanic is already done in in debris but where there are new tokens in the game, uh, depletes, de- and depletes strains, strains. And, and personally, I would like to see a strain token given. Mm-hmm. So you are down one die, but you get to chain. You you go up a die. Yeah, if you remain behind the gas so you, cloud. Yeah. So yeah. it takes some skill. You stay yeah. behind it. You're down one, but you're plus one, and you and still one, get one gets chain. an evade. Yeah. So, but if you made the wrong maneuver, you drive through it, and then you get the the strain, mm-hmm. but then you're not behind it. Yeah. You're punished for it. Yes. And that's fine. I think a lot of people like when they first heard of the gas clouds, they're like, "Oh, this is going to give ion." That would have been that would have been horrible, that would have been crazy, horrifying, that would have been horrifying. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not. I don't. I don't like. I personally don't like that. I don't. I don't think that would have been cool. Now, depending on what deplete does, which yeah. we've heard some rumors that make it sound super scary. I originally thought that it was going to be like you are down an offensive like die, strain for attack is, dice. Yeah, 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 which is fine. Actually, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, okay, I think that would be quite interesting. Gas cloud, you're down at least yeah. something, yeah. something well, small. Uh, let's take the example of the tie swarm again. Mm-hmm. Tice Worm yep. driving over a gas cloud. Well, I mean, yeah, you got how run rerolls, but now you're only rolling one die mm-hmm. on offense. Is like if that's what, and all does. of a sudden, that if feels that's bad. what it does, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, We're not yeah. sure. We've heard some rumors lately that make it sound. I heard some crazy rumors about charges, and that just seems bad. That sounds bad. It does sound bad, but we don't. We this, don't know. We don't know if that's a bad game, <laughs> bad game mechanic yet. You know, maybe yeah. it is. Maybe it's not. Who knows? Um, but uh, so, like you were saying. Sh- strain deplete something uh, like i would even be fine or i would even consider like once you drive over it you even get to choose which of those three you take mm-hmm. uh and you know I mean, or weapons disable yeah like that I is mean, pretty harsh but I mean, it's worse if you're than running but token. if you're using it as defensive option and you're running away the yeah. the reason why i wouldn't do well, that I, is I know, because I know. <laughs> because jedi of course can take extreme advantage of it yeah because mm-hmm. they're like oh i'm just gonna regen so i already got it at right. weapons disabled which jedi already abused yeah which is another problem with gas clouds is gas clouds were added the same time jedi were added and they can do actions yeah and that's after that's, moving through them and so can a lot of other ships yeah that that's part of the strongest part of my argument i think is that there's so many ships and pilots and upgrades that allow you to get past uh like let's just go with snap wexley after he mm-hmm. does a two to four, four. speed maneuver yeah. he can perform a free boost yeah and so that means after he drove through it he can perform a free boost. Now he can still do that going through a rock, right? Yeah. But it has a major consequence. It's a 50-50 chance of taking a damage. Whereas this, it's like, okay, so so my opponent is over there, and I need to go through this cloud to get him. 
Okay. Yeah. Like there's no yeah. choice there. Yeah. yeah. And then, like you said, afterburners. Yeah. It's just you drive through it. Uh, the uh, what was uh, Nantex is an, another thing that just requires you to execute a maneuver while driving through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then advanced sensors can take advantage of it as well. Yeah. But I mean, advanced sensors can take advantage of yeah. any of the obstacles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, you have that chance of taking damage or a stress token. And it's also 10 points that, mm-hmm. you know, to, yeah. to take that. Mm-hmm. So it's cheap yeah. enough. But regardless, I, I was going to say, like, as a whole, once you count up to this number of things that can get around a given mechanic, that mechanic starts to be pretty meaningless. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the major one being Jedi that we're seeing everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who have a couple different broken mechanics. Yeah, they do. And uh, all, oh, actually, almost every one of our topics yeah. <laughs> has, uh, has something, uh, to, has do with something to do with Jedi, uh-huh. uh, funny enough. Uh, our stand on the FFG Fordham, which I'm like is 300% Ryan stand is Stanisuski. Which, by the way, I forgot to mention during the World's podcast awesome every time i run into him at any tournament he's just a stand-up awesome dude um but anyway he suggested that uh maybe fully execute could be uh does not complete when you hit an obstacle if you run over an obstacle you lose your fully Fully execute execute, Mm -hmm. uh so it's essentially the nerf that they gave the tie defenders Mm -hmm. what it was it the x7 defenders uh, yeah, but in I first think, edition. Yeah, but I think you still had it in in first edition. It's they they used to get it no matter what when they did a three. And then they nerfed order. it. And then they nerfed it too. Where you if have you to went f- over an obstacle or bumped, no, you didn't no, get it. I think you still got it. It's just as I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It, first edition is so, so two thousand and seventeen yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and so we've all done ago. a pretty good job at purging it from our minds. So let's not go back there. Okay, fine, fair enough. Let's leave the tide defenders let us, out of it. Let us continue on. So, um, but right, so that would solve some of the problems here because yeah. that would prevent some. Because a lot of not all of, but a lot of the abuses of getting around gas clouds are because of that trigger of fully execute not having anything to do with whether you hit a rock or not yes yeah. definitely mm-hmm. um and i think you know that kind of that drives that, us to the next that topic segues us right into our next topic which funny enough is to fully execute or not to fully execute that is the question <laughs> <laughs> that is the new question um i mean we're basically coming to the you know question of our minds is is ffg removing too many of the consequences for inaccurate flying because fully execute generally meant that you you fully execute your maneuver, then you get this bonus, and there's an been yeah. a, 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 the bonus of an action <laughs> or or, or an ability aspect. that yeah. triggers because of it. And there's only a few things in the or were only a few things in the game, uh, like intimidation, uh, Zeb. There's Arvel and Zari that actually got a benefit from bumping. Uh, either you bumping them or blocking your opponent. Yeah. And they've recently added some things into the game that just say this mechanic, I don't need it. Specifically yeah. Nantexes. That's uh, what is on everyone's <laughs> mind. I'll also I throw... I trying not to say it directly, uh, but uh, well, yeah, Nantexes. I'll throw Erratic Chopper in there as well. And Erratic Chopper, yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I didn't have a lot of experience against mm-hmm. until, until Worlds, and it was just, you know, I was flying... 
list that needed target lock. That's and it's, one of those upgrades that, yeah, kind of snuck around the back scenes, apparently. Yeah. And then in Worlds, it showed its face finally. Yep. Yeah. And it's plenty annoying that you know oh, it's, it's fun yeah <laughs> when you're playing it yeah. <laughs> not playing against it yeah it's just like oh well you know it's a it's a f- absolutely free jam yeah i mean with exceptions but it, it, it's typically a free jam because you're gonna have an enemy at range zero to one almost every time it's yeah it, once you're in the furball once you're in the scrum it, it's going to happen and if you don't have an enemy uh, within range, you do have to jam yourself or one of your allies, but that can be easily circumnavigated by um, taking a lock on a rock in turn one. Yeah, so when you jam yourself, you jam that off. Yeah, or being a Jedi so that you have the force and you don't have to worry about being don't jammed really care. because you're going to reposition anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that was Chopper, and yeah. it's. He's annoying, but I don't think he's anywhere he's near... He's not the extreme problem. Yeah, the extreme problem is Nantex. Take mm-hmm. it away, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and what I was going to say, and what, what I heard was that, you know, FFG responded to this by saying, responded to the criticism of this by saying, oh, well, we, we thought this was an interesting, you know, design space to explore. It's interesting. It, interesting, yes. Poor, also yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's again again. I personally go back to what I said earlier, where if if there are a bunch of things that are circumnavigating a mechanic, that mechanic becomes if there if there's a a, a large number of those things, that mechanic becomes less and less relevant and if the mechanic if that mechanic is flying and not running into things like that's a real basic mechanic of the game that if you have a bunch of things that are starting to get around that now it just feels like flying is you know flying is becoming less and less relevant yeah for positioning whenever you come out with a new thing that so these new things now don't have to fully execute but the old things still do yeah so is that making the new things better is this a different version of power creep yeah i mean so the 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 hardest problem the hardest thing that i came across was i was flying uh gurry fen and coming across nan nantai nantises however uh, nanten uh <laughs> they they when you when you have at least two of them in a list Specifically with Gurry Fen, two ships, well, two pilots that want to be at range one, and then Fen is in a ship that wants to be at range one. Yeah. Like the the entire, uh, I was about to say Protectorate Starfighter. We're getting away from first edition, guys. Remember, uh, <laughs> I think they call the them Fang, Fang Fighters. fighters uh, they those ships want to be at range one, and they are absolutely just devastated by ensnare. It's you roll one less die, it's like, well, cool, I, I got a free evade, but now I have one less entire die, period. Um, so it just, there's no counterplay for it. Like, if I could either bump them or force them to bump me and it wouldn't work, you know, if, if say, whenever they didn't fully execute a maneuver, they couldn't do their pinpoint tractor array, that would be helpful or if i ran into them and they couldn't ensnare me at range zero i could actually have some counterplay to that if mm-hmm. if it was in either or of those scenarios whereas no you can't do it at range zero or you can't 
do you know gain the tractor if you've run into somebody there's actually counterplay to that yeah currently there isn't i aside from list building mm-hmm. and taking a larger ship or something along the lines of that there's not counterplay to it which yeah. nothing in second edition should be an auto loss because of the list building stage well, and it, it isn't actually necessarily no. an auto loss not and, an and auto loss, to no. be fair i, I do want to be clear clear that our issue is not with the nantex as a whole uh i think the nantex is actually a fairly interesting design space and all the mechanics that they brought with it the issue that we have specifically is the lack of counterplay due to the lack of fully execute clause in their ship ability yeah oh yeah i mean so you're not getting rewarded for good flying correct they are getting rewarded for bad flying or for just not or being for able just, to not care. Yeah, not care. Like setting up blocks was a very big part of the game. You set up a block, you set up a kill box, and if you blocked that ace, you did a good thing and you get rewarded for it. Now you did it. Good job. You get punished. You get wrecked now. <laughs> now you're outmaneuvered. You're yeah. rolling one less die, and yeah. they're rolling one extra die, specific, you know, specifically Sunfac. Or they're getting free re-rolls with Chertek. Or, yeah. yeah it's, it's and that's just, specifically to that ship. I mean, yeah. if you're talking about some of the other mechanics that were added that yeah. you don't have to fully execute, again, you're, you're getting punished for setting up a block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chopper. Chopper, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and the, th- the thing about, you know, other other things from you know from earlier things like you know zari the a-wing um you know zari is a low initiative pilot yeah so there's counterplay to that and it's a single pilot yeah as yeah well. and it's, it's also a, a single chassis. pilot it's yeah. not an entire ship chassis or in the case of chopper a droid that many many ship chassis can take yeah uh, I, I guess that's why I'm also not railing as hard against Chopper. It, while I still think Chopper is super strong and maybe a little undercosted. Oh no, he's, he's undercosted, and uh, the reason he's undercosted is to not make it a well, a not choice. So currently, Regen was yeah. at four or six points. Yeah. Uh, specifically with Jedi, it would have been six points. So they made Chopper seven points to make it to where at least there's a choice because. They're both yeah. probably going to go up, but if you had made Chopper 10 points right out the gate, yeah. no one would take him. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be a choice. You, you would take Regen every you'd time. You'd have to wait till somebody saw the Matrix yes. before it. So, but now, if it's seven points, I completely agree with what you just said. It'll be seven points, and then somebody will be like, that's oh, one more point than yeah. Regen. I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And then they take it, and they're like, oh, oh, really? This If this was... 12 points I'd still take it you know that kind of thing which is what we saw happen at Worlds Yeah, people Mm -hmm. saw that it was one point more expensive tried it and uh, had some great success with it yeah Yeah. I'm not sure where Chopper should be but it definitely needs to be higher than 7 because it's really good upgrade yeah I wasn't prescribing 12 at that point I was just throwing (laughs) I was throwing something out yeah yeah yeah. it's just so so we should not crucify you for your choice of number yeah 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 (laughs) I tend to be conservative, and that was actually not one of my more conservative ones. <laughs> no, that's just a that's just a random number thrown out. Yeah, just for fun. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. So I've I've recently been playing uh, Chopper, and I have to say, it's really good. And I even played it against you two the other night, setting up a a block, and then being able to jam my opponent 
It's yeah. just way too good. Yeah. If I if I run into an I six, whom I sensed. Yeah. <laughs> and I know he's going one forward, so I'm gonna block him. So I get my evade action and I get to jam him. Yeah. It's all just too good for yeah. for not fully executing. Yeah. And if like if I hadn't been flying Echo as one of my pilots, mm-hmm. like you would have known where I was. Like specifically, like if yeah. it had been any other Phantom, you'd have been like, okay, that's probably where you're going to be, and you're going to jam off your evade. It still would have been hard. Really neuter you. It yeah. still would have been hard. Yeah, but nowhere, the Phantom. N- nowhere near as wily as Echo is to predict where she's going to be to get that jam. But I, that's the one reason I did as well. You know, against it. All right, so we've, we we picked on Chopper and we picked on Nantex. Is there anything? that comes to your mind that other things that have, don't have to fully execute? No, I, I could throw a suggestion out to FFG, one that you could do it to, uh, and Oddball is his name. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a, he is a bit of an oddball where nobody takes him, and yet he's on... I'm surprised he's not on an Aether Sprite at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's... He'd actually be one I'd be fine with, you know. It's like if you didn't fully execute, you could still get your target lock while doing a red maneuver, you know. It, it's not super bad, but it, because bullseye, yeah, and, and it owns, it's only a one pilot. If yeah. it's uh, only on one pilot here and there, it's not a problem. Right, individual pilot talents being not fully executed, I think is is reasonable because it doesn't get that build that momentum of oh, there's all these things that can now get around yeah. um, the necessity of fully executing well i I think in the individual pilots but also lower initiative i find to be more acceptable i was gonna say with that like i said with zari earlier like she's a low initiative pilot Mm -hmm. and it it kind of you know the whole bumping thing kind of makes sense because you're low initiative it's you know and it yeah and it becomes less less powerful yeah and arvel's i3 i think as well yeah i think arvel's also yeah so i mean it's Anything Maybe lower than that is fairly acceptable. Ungar no, plus I two, I two, yep. yeah. It's, but I don't know. Uh, when you it, you take away the options of blocking an I six or an I five, it's like, well, you know, I just made life worse for myself by being good at the game. <laughs> um, yeah, I know that was the first game that I had against a Sunfac player. That was the most feels bad moment of everything was that I knew exactly what he was going to do and I could block it very easily. And I knew that Gray would die for it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's being able to call a maneuver and not being able to do anything about it. Yeah. So you just kind of, you play super defensive and pl- try and run away, which that means you're not getting good shots. So it's it's punishing you that way as well. Right. Forcing people to play out at range two to three, you know, against a ship. I mean, it's a little rough. Sorry, I'm, I'm flirting with another cast member. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're winking and, and, and girly waving across the table from each other. Uh, sorry emily what were you saying <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> fair fair uh but uh i mean so should we roll on to the next yeah time? yeah so i i think that's pretty good uh wrap up of uh of fully executing uh so so our next our next topic well our next two topics uh specifically uh pick on one ship so do you think we should just 
talk about them both at the same time, or should we talk about one than let's, the other? We'll start, start with, with the first. Let's yeah, okay. start, okay. Let's so, go over Regen, and then we'll, so, we'll segue. So Regen, yes, is our is our, is our next uh, topic of is this good design space? Uh, and the answer is no. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so anyways. Uh, so, so let, yeah, so let, let's talk a little bit about what Regen is. <laughs> so Regen is an R2 droid. Uh, it's, it's basically a two shield upgrades for the price of one. Uh, it's only drawback is the time off target for while you're regening because you get a weapons disable token, which is your it's, punishment. But on this, on Jedi, it's not a punishment, but it's been a punishment up until they came out. So, so region was obviously ridiculously broken in first edition. Yes, it was. And it was FFG bad. did a fan, fantastic job of reining it in, uh, completely killing Miranda maybe too much, yeah. as it turns out. Yeah, yeah um, that was a little harsh. But... And giving the weapons disabled for regen, so on and so forth, limiting it through the use of charges, all of it has been excellent. Uh, and to, to the point that we still saw a little bit of regen here and there, but really not very much. Um, that is up until the time of the Aether Sprite. Yeah, because before it was your main option was X-Wings and there were people who were trying to put it on uh, people like Biggs in the beginning where okay so you have the you know the, the trench run trio the wedge Biggs and Luke and Biggs is going to save one of his friends and then he's going to regen well I even played that actually back it then. It seemed like and a great idea. It seemed like a great idea until you realize wait so one of my three die guns is now not shooting and I'm still right here in the fight and I'm getting shot at. It just wasn't, it wasn't good. Uh, so no one was really taking it or not that many people were taking it. I wouldn't say no one cause I don't know. No one, at least in our community was really taking yeah. it. Not seriously. Uh, no, I, I, I could see, I could have seen it doing good on, um, uh, on like corn or something like it used to, but, for some reason it just it doesn't feel good on him but uh yeah these 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 new jedi have came out that can abuse it because they they like the time off target because they're also regenerating force yeah Mm -hmm. so it's good for them yeah i mean jedi are the one ship in the game that have that that have not only an astromech slot but also that ability to double reposition and just get stress-free. out st- stress-free and just <laughs> yeah stress-free you gotta throw and, that in there yep and just get out consistently you yeah. know like r2 r2 regen is only powerful if you can if you can disengage successfully uh, consistently mm-hmm. and of course if you can afford the time off target right. which again because of the way the jedi works it's totally fine. They often can. Mm-hmm. Plus, then it gives them the chance to splurge on their regenerating calculate tokens and <laughs> run away and get all of them back in the meantime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And possibly drive through a gas cloud and do this. So Just so we can hit up more of our oh, topics. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, well, driving through gas clouds is great because there's no consequence for it. Yeah. I've been known to drive through rocks yeah. and do it and go, wait, so there's kind of no consequence well 50 50 chance of a consequence or maybe no consequence of driving to that rock and i get a plus for it it's actually 
kind of great when you're sitting right in front of a rock and your opponent is looking at you going, hmm, he has to one hard this way or one hard that way. And then when I flip over that five forward, they go, wait, what? And I go, regen, five forward. And they're like, you son of a... <laughs> and, I st- <laughs> and I still get to boost. And I still get to boost. <laughs> and I regenerated a force. Or even yeah. land on the rock and then barrel roll off of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But if it's a gas cloud, you, if it's a gas to, cloud you don't even have to matter. worry about you know potential. And you just like, oh, now I'm on the other side. So if you even have a shot on me, I'm getting an eight. Yeah. So, so let, me, let me just ask... Um, do you like regen? No. Uh, I feel like it can be pointed appropriately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it it wasn't really a problem until it was easy to abuse, yeah. Yeah. right? And I I think that I think that FFG have you know painted themselves into an awkward corner. With Regen and the Jedi, it's the same thing that happened with Vader and passive sensors, right? They there's this one ship that can that that breaks this upgrade, and you can't fix it without getting rid of it, without pricing it out of all the other ships that could be using it. But should it be gotten rid of, or should it be just adjusted? So well, I, it, by got by, I don't mean getting gotten rid of. I just mean like. Well, gotten rid of by I mean like giving it the Luke Skywalker treatment of right. yeah. just price. Yeah. Are you pricing well, are you gonna just price regen way out of existence well, or just But there's bump it up? the problem is there's probably no middle ground. Right, right. Well and, right now we have like Gonk is mm-hmm. ten points and takes an action. Two actions. Two actions, actions in fact. Whereas this is actionless mm-hmm. and is six points on six points on a three agility ship four points on a two agility ship and i don't actually know what it's so six points on a three agility ship yes and a shield upgrade is eight points a shield upgrade is eight points and it's six points for this i mean it's it's clearly too cheap as it is right for sure oh yeah so i you know jokingly just respond with no and that i don't like regen i i don't think that there's inherently anything wrong with the regen mechanic and by and large, I think that FFG, did, as I said earlier, did a fantastic job of reining in the Super NPE from first edition. Um, but I don't know what the answer is. I, I think region as it is, is fine on absolutely everything but the Aether Sprites. Mm-hmm. And I don't, know, I don't know how FFG makes it okay at this point. Yeah. Other yeah, than other than pricing saying. it yeah. up, which but that doesn't make it okay because then you will because never see it on yeah. corn horn, or you'll never see any, it on Luke, you know, you'll never right. see it on wedge, and, like, that's, and that's the problem there. Yeah, we could still go with the like. Right now, they're sticking to a like two, four, six. Like mm-hmm. there's an equal break. They could do not do it that way. They could be two, four, and then on, when you get to the third agility, ten points. Uh, they, yeah, they sure. seem to favor the uh, the the nice little segments, but you don't have to do that. Yeah, you know, you mm-hmm. could yeah. just crank it for the the three agility ships. I, I don't know if still this hurt, would... still hits the E wings, but yeah, I, yeah. yeah. But well, I mean... so then the other possibility is to actually have a separate incremental pricing as well for number of force tokens that a ship has. Okay, yeah, that could be that could be interesting because that that specifically targets the Aether sprites while leaving it open to. Another, if Luke something else or, comes well, out not so with, Luke. but, but right. Luke still gets cheaper out with than most force. of the other yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. well and, and that is a, a specific thing about R2 is that it also gets more exploitable the more 
you know, passive, the more force you have. Yeah, the more passive um, mods you the have. The more passive mods you have, but it's even specifically the more force you have in terms of that time off giving you also time to regenerate. Mm-hmm. Like, it is more degenerate on a force user in general. Right. I mean, like, if I was going to take, and I, I was toying with it, you know, I don't know, a couple months ago. If I was going to take an R2 droid on something from Rebels, one of the two choices was Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Because he he's the one that might have the opportunity to really effectively use it yeah so i okay so i am I'm, I'm biased but i like regen i'm using it but <laughs> that, that's why i like it because i yeah. use it however i i do see why people don't like it i do not like seeing my opponent having regen when i look across the table i go ah he has regen i have to play differently against this now so i perceive a ship that puts regen on as just a ship with more health. If you are a six health ship and you have regen, in my mind, you are now an eight health ship. Unless if I happen to outright kill you, you're now an eight health ship. If you have spare parts canister, which is something that boosts the regen and probably is also a little too cheap, now you're a nine health ship. So I've actually... I played a game recently where I played against three ships with regen and I killed them all because I played against it differently where I I had both of my ships shoot one ship. Okay, now he is damaged. I know he's going to go away in regen. It's obvious. So I put all my guns on the other on the next target while that ship was running away and now I'm shooting at this target. Okay, so now he's going to run away. By this time, either the first ship is going to be coming back around or getting back into the fight. Usually it's pretty telegraphed which direction they're coming in, and I can either turn my guns onto that ship and catch him when he comes back in. I also had regen, so I sent one of my ships away (laughs) and had a little 1v1 for a couple turns. But every single time one of his ships came back in, I just hit it again as soon as it came back and ended up killing all of them while giving up zero points myself. So it's totally doable to kill ships with regen. It just feels bad whenever your points yeah. are taken away, and I get that. Yeah, like when I flew against you the other mm-hmm. night, it was like I got half points on Obi, and mm-hmm. then I got half points on Rick, and then I lost half points on Obi and half points on Rick. Yes. And it was, I was like, okay, cool. It was like I have done nothing, and you've killed my Punisher in the meantime. And yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's what I was, you know, you, when I, when, on the rare occasions that I um, go play against him and his Jedi, I mean, that's just the attitude I think you have to take to avoid, you know, getting uh, too salty about it is just yeah. to say, this is, don't, don't think of it in terms of points coming, being, being gotten and then taken away. I mean, I know technically that's what ha- what's yeah. happening, but I don't even think of yeah. it that way yeah. because because you can't because you know you can't plan you, like oh I've got half points now I get to feel better about something yeah. like you. No, you so can't. the what I would my response to you, Clint, mm-hmm. is that you are playing at that point in time two very high initiative Jedi that can double reposition without stress. So, and you were. Having you had a what a thirty-two point bid at that point maybe, in time? Maybe I did. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You one hundred percent of the time are moving after your yes. opponent, and so you're not. You don't actually have to face the circumstance where you struggle and try and try and try 
to finally get a single shot on your opponent's ship yeah. and then finally get a shot, take two shields because they have passive mods, and then watch them run away and everything disappears. So, yes, it's doable, but you didn't actually face the complete negative play experience. No. Uh, what I, I... I did not. What I was more trying to say is if you change your style of play against regen where you just accept the fact that hey that ship is going to run away don't look at it as oh he's running away and taking away my damage or taking away my points look at it as hey that's a gun that's not shooting me for a couple turns and that's actually a good thing yeah depending on what you're versing, yeah, and, yes, it, and that works and that works if you can and that and that's what what you were able to do with your jedi was keep the the guns on target yeah, that's, and that's, you would have been able to, to do with Guri easily. Yeah. Well, maybe. maybe. If I had the bit. But, yes. but when I play against your Jedi, like, I, it's not like I was wasting time running around chasing them when they, when they went out to regen. Mm-hmm. It was just that I was playing even with what was, it was probably two X-Wings and two A-Wings at that point the last time I played yeah, you, maybe. Yeah. Um, even with all that, I couldn't get more than one or maybe two guns on you at a time. And this, these were... Uh, resistance a-wings right so it's really it's just really 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 challenging to to keep the guns on target it kind of can be done depending on what you know depending on what list you have but it's still really really challenging when it specifically comes to the jedi yeah sorry go ahead Uh, to bring up your point about how you were saying a r2 is basically two extra shields for a ship yes I'm going to bring up Rick Alley, uh, who is, you know, he's three hull and two shields. With a re- with regen, he's got two extra shields. He's yeah. almost always rolling three uh, offensive dice, three defensive dice. He is, a, a, and getting a free evade when he's doing that three-speed mm-hmm. maneuver, he is a tie defender for 42 points. Well, with, with the... Rick Alley is one of those 49. that breaks yeah. the... Or 48. Breaks the game. Uh, actually, even less than that, because he's a two agility, so it's like oh, four geez. points or something. He, he is him. one yeah. that can greatly abuse the regen, and yeah. that's why a lot of people don't shoot at him. Yeah, so he, yeah, so he's a tie defender. And we can agree that he is way too cheap. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's... But once you put on... Okay, so regen is also too cheap, so we say that should go up in, in price. So you paid... Four points, well, on Rick, or six points for these for this two shield upgrades, but they're situational shield upgrades. Yeah, where you have to take a negative. Well, okay, so someone on Rick, he does. He's not regening his uh, force. He's just fast and maneuverable, so he can take time off target, which makes me wonder, like, why why aren't E wings using it? Because if someone like Rick can use it and it's good, then why aren't E-wings because using they it. can't reposition and get a free defensive mod at the same time. Rick gets his evade yeah. and then can reposition. Uh, then the Jedi can reposition and still have force. Mm-hmm. The E-wing specifically has they can reposition it and lock, which is <laughs> garbage. Fairly <laughs> useless. Or they can take a defensive action, and that that's where they fail in that in that regards is that they can't do. They can't do the same thing he's doing. Yeah. Okay, and, I, and they also just... have to take a stress, whereas Rick doesn't have to take a stress to do it, and the uh, Aether sprites don't have to yeah. take a stress to do it. So again, I, so Rick breaks breaks the equation. But what about the other N ones? Is regen any good on them? They're not any good. So 
Annie's a joke. Good and, Annie is good. Apparently Padme, Padme is Padme supposed to be, be good, good because they well. made her more expensive than Rick. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I expect it's probably pretty good on Little Orphan Annie as well, but I don't know... I don't know that I've seen it enough on anything else mm-hmm. to actually form an opinion about it. Well, and if we talk, we were talking about just the the lack of that free evade kind of being the difference or the lack, the lack of, you know, action efficiency kind of being the difference between whether it works on an E-Wing or not. I would say the exact same thing ought to apply, but ought to apply, especially because um, they don't get that extra defense die either. Correct. You know, so they I would say, I would say agility. it's, yeah, I would say it's probably just as bad on little orphan annie as it is on corin yeah because he doesn't get the extra defense die because he's not he doesn't get the defense die he doesn't get yeah he does have force though yeah Uh he does have essentially two free passive mods as long as he's doing a three-speed maneuver that's true so maybe annie but that that's probably the reason why we see him and rick not padme not really the others yeah yeah, i was gonna say i can still say padme though um has a distinct disadvantage on that yeah so all right so so let me ask you this other than a points increase, is there any other negatives that they could add to make region a little less desirable other than a weapons disable? Uh, one weird way to do it, but it wouldn't get rid of it completely, is take it out of hyperspace. It would be a weird dynamic. So that would be interesting to take it out of hyperspace. That affects some of the meta and some of the things. But I, I was meaning like... Um, just like, just a general you, overall. Yeah, well, like would you then give them a stress while they take it? Or no, give no, them no. something I, else besides just a weapons disable? I don't think there's anything aside from some weird pricing. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah there's no, I don't think there's any across-the-board way to fix it. Because like we said, it's fine on everything else. It's yeah, not yeah. problematic on everything else. Yeah, it's the... And also, I'm not huge on changing the the written words on cards, you know, as best I can, at least with gas clouds, that's mm-hmm. all in the rule book yeah, and you can change that change there. That. And it's one of the problems that I see with the fully execute problem is that it's on a card. Yeah. I mean, we do have some errata that are on cards. Like apparently the slave one, when it originally came out was you know, said, take a stress to change your maneuver. And then it should probably still say that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it's really only good on one pilot. So, um, the, and then what was the other one? Um, the, like R4 Astromech said that, you know, it didn't have the small base only restriction, which that I actually think it shouldn't be restricted, but that's a different You that's a different only podcast. feel that because of one specific <laughs> because pilot Dengar. ship. Dengar. No, I, I think it'd be good on a Kimagila. It I think be. it'd be I think it'd be good on the one Skurg with a Havoc, you it know, would the be. Havoc title. It'd be good on Arcs, I was which about can't to say take Arcs. that. Yeah, it would be. It's and I don't think it'd be overpowered on any of those ships. I mean, it's future proofing, but uh, that's a different podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're that's not this game mechanic we're talking about. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I don't have many other suggestions aside from maybe just on a three die ship. Uh, I think the two suggestions that we had were base it off of force, which I think is a decent one mm-hmm. or base it off of agility and just pump the three agility one, pump up the volume on that one to yeah. like mm-hmm. nine or 10 points, yeah. which still doesn't fix it on Rick. I, but... was, I was just going to say that doesn't fix it on Rick, but Rick needs to go up anyway, probably right. just, yeah. just as a pilot, regardless of R2 Astromech. Yeah. So maybe if we send Rick up a little bit too, maybe that overall will just um, 
will just help. Yeah. Yeah. Seems likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, have we said our, our piece about regen, or would we like to uh, no, let's, throw let's more salt at to, it? No, let's, let's, okay. uh, let's continue <laughs> right, to be salty let's, about let's Jedi. Let's dump the let's, let's, salt let's, shaker on something else. <laughs> all right, all right, let's do it. Um, so our, our next topic, we asked the question, has FFG brought balance to the Force? In the same way that Anakin has brought balance to the force maybe you know, they, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot more dark side than we than there should be <laughs> yes yes i mean ba- basically the force is a, a passive mod that they add into the game again interesting design space and is kind of cool but it's very cool it has seems to just be too powerful for they some gave three force to reason. everyone okay that right there is the biggest problem that I see. But I, I feel like they should have made the cap for Force 2. Uh, and I think with, that would have... With, like, the exceptions of, like, if you had Yoda or yes. Darth Vader. Yes. Yeah. It's and a, that's what I'm, I'm fine with, like, Darth Vader having three. If Yoda yeah. came in, he'd have three. That's it. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker gets two. All the other Jedi get two or one because it's a regenerating calculate token. It's just too good. It's too good. Uh so I mean, even we'll go beyond the three, the three force pool, and in my uh, breakdown of the Imperial faction, <laughs> uh, both times I said that you lower the points on Inquisitors, they're going to be really freaking good. So I took three or two generic inquisitors in the grand inquisitor Before that when you said that what was the response from reddit <laughs> basically everybody was like inquisitors suck you're crazy <laughs> matt carey yeah, you're crazy what are you thinking inquisitors are terrible and matt carey said hold my beer <laughs> <laughs> and then you know so went to gen con like even like andrew knuckles he gave me like the like the you know the forest whitaker crazy eye because he was like it taps okay you know it's like all right and then i got to top 16 and he was like oh taps made it in the cut i was like yeah just cool and uh then so we go from taps are absolute garbage to worlds where taps are the third uh, most used ship i uh, think the oh i thought they were the just in general i think uh, for Empire, they are the most popular. For Empire, for Empire yes. But overall, overall, I think I they think were, they were third. Like third. I think uh, well, they droids, were the then Aether sprites, then Inquisitors. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, it turns out, you know, passive mods, whether it be you get free calculates for you know two different uh, uh, setups with Kraken and then TA, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever, and then or Force on Jedi, Force on an Inquisitor. Who'd have thought, you know? Who knew? Passive and, mods are good. Yeah. And, and why specifically is Force on Inquisitors so good? <laughs> white you evade. Have, <laughs> you have a white evade. Because <laughs> they get a white evade. Yeah. And is, three defense dice. Yeah. That's, that yes. is the other thing. Yeah. Two but, defense dice, it, it's a little more balanced. I mean, yeah. having played Luke or 7B, get, rolling two defense dice, it's like most of the time you're going to roll either an evade or a blank or a focus in a blank. And that's fine. But when you roll three dice, you're going to get an evade, a focus, and a blank. And when you have an evade and a calculate, you're, that's three evades. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. No damage. Yeah. And it, on them, it would normally balance out to, okay, well, yeah, 
but you're also like average is still you, two. You're yeah, still but. hitting somebody with a pillow, you know. Otherwise, you know, after especially after you spent your force, you're yeah. like, oh, I got my two die attack. But when you pair it with Jendon and co- concussion missiles, or apparently, uh, what's what's uh, foresight is doing pretty well y- on yeah, them. Foresight. foresight is pretty good on. Uh, them. You know, it's like when you can double tap, or you, you know, four the difference between four dice or a three die concussion missile. It uh, that pumps up the offense, and then you have FCS to also uh, pump up your offense with another they, passive mod. Yeah, and, and sadly, they, they caught that whole white evade thing a little too late because when the Jedi came out, they I assume in playtesting were like, No, this is they, this is this way is too really good. good. No, they, they so said, they made it purple. Yeah, they, they made it a purple evade because you could always have a passive, uh, mm-hmm three die attack at that point and uh, you know, i say passive like you add delta 7b so you yeah. have an evade and focus it, it or soft focus um but oh yeah i would, I would argue I'd that if, time i would argue that if the the uh type advanced prototype type e1 uh mm-hmm. had a purple evade it would be a garbage chassis again. it would be yeah but just uh, like because the, just like the baby force. jedi yes yeah. <laughs> because they only have one force so yeah. it it makes it to where okay so i'm I'm spending my mod to get a mod, and that feels weird, but it's but it does balance it out, kind of. Yeah. So, and that's something. It's it's interesting. You say the baby Jedi are bad because they only have one force, but at the same token, you will pay ten to fifteen points to put a crew onto a ship for that one force. Yeah. And it's often pretty powerful, even to the point of being overpowered. Where do you get the 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 ten point marker? What 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 is that low? Well, okay, so uh, obviously, fifth brother Gunner for the Empire is at nine points. So nine you know points. that was nine points for a force. That's ludicrous. <laughs> uh, if you're catching a little bit of sarcasm, we had a conversation about this yesterday, and I. Uh, I think nine points is okay. I think nine points is a decent price point for getting a force, a crew, or gunner, whatever. And generally speaking, Clint and I, and perhaps Emily as well, she didn't really voice her opinion. So my She's opinion, not as salty. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I I don't feel the salt flowing through my veins quite like you two do. But um, my my thought was more that. It needs to be consistent, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. My, my concern yeah. is consistency yeah. more than number. I, I would lean towards probably the higher numbers. Right. Probably just, in again, in terms of, like, being conservative. I mean, I you know, my I'm open to my mind being changed in favor yeah. of, you know, the lower numbers. But, you know, we've seen that all these, you know, non-imperial crew have, you know, pretty high numbers. And they kind of don't see a lot of play. Yeah. No. So, uh, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you two so, gentlemen so were arguing are, for points yeah, going points up. Going yeah. up. Yeah. I was so generally speaking, like in our opinion, uh, nine points to add a force that can generate crits on the imperial side, as compared to Maul crew, who is twelve points, yeah. and for a crappier version of hate, is just absolutely ridiculous. But at the same time bickering over points is not the discussion that we're here yeah, for no. today uh, but i was arguing no. that it should go down mall should go down <laughs> well, well it, you it, guys were saying bickering over points is yeah. not the discussion but it kind of is when it comes to yeah how do we balance how do they balance yeah. the force yeah by yeah. making it more expensive basically right yes mm-hmm. and i feel that across the board as a force player <laughs> i feel across the board force should go up it's gonna make me sad 
but it should happen. And as a non-force player, yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, and just so the weirdness of every Jedi going down in points and uh, in the last update was odd. Specifically, I'm going to go with Obi Wan, oh, which we yes. can Obi-Wan. see everyone yes. thinks Obi Wan going down was a shock. Yeah, yes. in the world's results, again, top yes. top Republic pilot, uh, it's, it's just second uh, overall pilot, I think. Yeah. Obi. Easy, yeah. Yeah. And, and it makes sense because he like he was good at his price point before with probably either title, yeah. And now both titles, well, one title's cheaper. I'm so glad CLT went CLT down. CLT didn't need to go so down. bad. At the, yeah, it was uh, bad at expensive. its price point. It's, but it's good now. If you take that off and you yeah, but you have Delta Seven B. Mm-hmm. Delta Seven B cost two more points, but he went down like seven points. Yeah, so so, you, so Delta Seven B is is eighteen points, so it makes the 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 chassis that you take expensive. But even with that, Obi Wan is he's too still a bargain. Cheap, yeah, yeah, he's a bargain. Yeah, he's somewhere in the price point of like seventy something. I think he's forty seven, and then with an eighteen point upgrade, and then math numbers later, you get something sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm just gonna throw sit throughout sixty five. I didn't even try the math in my head, and I'm throwing sixty five seems reasonable. Ah, yes, you, know, well, you, you all keep talking. I'll figure it out. <laughs> but I mean, it's absurd. He's absurdly good, and it was weird that he went down in price. Uh, it made more sense for Plo to go because he was only two points cheaper than Obi Wan, but he also is. Yeah, for, forty seven. You were right. Uh, yes, so he's forty-seven. So plus he's forty-seven plus for eighteen. Is plus eighteen. Sixty-five. Hey, Okay, so we did it. So let's take that chassis and compare it to someone like, well, who who else is an i five? Kylo. Kylo. <laughs> Luke. Grand Inquisitor. And Kylo is seventy-four. <laughs> Seventy-six. <laughs> yeah, Kylo's way too expensive. Vader is cheaper than Kylo for some reason. Yeah. Crazy, makes no sense. I the think, Dark Lord of the Sith should be like 115, I, I, conservatively. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm gonna just do a hard disagree on that one, but uh, but yeah, uh, I think the reason for that is because of supernatural Kylo, and it's like, well, to me, the answer to that is just up supernatural on the five i five. You know, yeah, it, they they super upped it on the six and made it not. It was it like it, somewhat reasonable it's, on the it's five. reasonable on i5s Wait, four points i four points ish yeah. it's reasonable yeah. on i5s and i still think supernatural kylo is good yeah. so. supernatural kylo is fantastic yeah. actually it is 24 points because he's 76 and you put it on him and he's straight up 100 i was not building that the other day no <laughs> also i would are you i mean he doesn't have to take a lock to get a three die attack so he's Three red die, three green die with two fours. Yeah. So he's always getting his three die attack, even if he just takes a focus. So it, it's not 100% parity with Vader, but Vader often has his force unless Ch- Chopper just, you know, does his thing and, you know, whatever. Or you you spent your lock. So if you want to compare uh, Kylo to Obi-Wan with the 7B title, which he's 10 points cheaper. Because yeah. it's sixty six. Because seven B is actually nineteen points on them on an i five, but one fewer so agility die. One fewer agility die yeah. because they, they comparable have, health, comparable health. One fewer agility die. So is 
that is is, is that is that distance of points fine for how much each does, chassis? Just clarify for me how much does Kylo cost? Because I actually don't I know. I believe seventy six. Seventy six, and Whew. then so so Kylo yeah. seventy six, and Obi wan is is sixty six with sixty six Christmas. with seven yeah. B. So he has comparable health. He has uh, a, you know the same attack power. He has one less agility, but he has one more force. Nope, same. No. Oh Obi-Wan no, has you're, three. you're right. Kylo does has three. two. Yeah. Okay. So if we're talking about the price of force is Poor ten Kylo. points. Yeah, is a ten points difference between. And it's not Kylo like his ability Obi-Wan. is like blowing everybody away. It's yeah. it's like no. every once in a while it's somebody's like, oh, you got a panic pilot. But yes. other than that, yeah. it's really not something. Whereas that... Obi Wan's ability is great, especially yeah. on force users. Yeah. <laughs> really. Uh, but it's. So yeah, he does seem comically overpriced, and I think Supernatural was the reason. Well, is he overpriced or is Obi Wan underpriced? Obi Wan is super oh, underpriced. Obi-Wan is super underpriced. Right. underpriced. And so are all the other Jedi. I mean, if you drop so, Kylo to like seventy, I'm sure a lot of people just would squee in excitement. Yeah, yes. they play him. But uh, and I feel like if Vader went up ten points, people would still play him. Well, first off, first people would go, yeah. "Oh God, he's been nerfed. I'm never playing it again." Yeah, and then. And then they somebody might come to their senses and, and go, oh, this is actually fine. I just can't have all the upgrades that I want. Yeah. Or wait, you can't. Wait, wait, I have to make choices? You have oh, to have make, make choices, choices in the I rest ha- of the list. I now have to go to 200 points, but I can't have all the things I want. But I it's okay because passive sensors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's another discussion as well. <laughs> yes. But it's, it, yeah, it's just force in general is undercosted. Um, yeah, and I, I've, I've even thought about and okay. So Emily and I talked about this earlier today or yesterday, where uh, so what if force were instead of regenerating every turn, regenerating one force every other turn? Uh, well, I, 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 no, yeah, exactly. no, that I was, said that was, the, that was my immediate response. But yeah. then I so then I said, well, what if instead of instead of that, what if you had to spend two force to change an eyeball? Hmm. And of any, any force or even like the the so it's too late now. If you want to do, th- if, if say, you wanted to do that, I would say, say that's that, how you would have to do and it. And your high force users would have three force, and your low force users would have two instead of just having one. Like the inquisitors would have two, yeah. but to change one eyeball, they have to spend both those force. That means every other turn they get their passive mod. Yeah, but I mean, we like you said that ship has sailed. It has. We've we've already gone. It has. But this is all theoretical discussion anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a good design space? I, I Should mean, I work I, for I, FFG? I think, <laughs> I think it's better. I mean, if you want to group, move up to the Great White North, I then don't. yeah, I, I think that's the the biggest detractor for working for FFG <laughs> is you have to have to live in the, the Northland. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Um I I, I don't know. I just don't know what else aside from just points off the top of my head to fix it. Um, I'm glad that it's only one force per turn. Uh, it, it, there is some limiting space there, you know, it's with the exception of like mace, you know, but mm-hmm. everybody else that if you spend three force, well, good. You only get one back it, with the exception of hate and hate is costed, you know, Pretty cheap. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's three, pretty cheap. It's well, three, on a small base ship, it's yeah, pretty cheap. It's three points, but, but you have to get you have to get damaged. Yeah, and you don't get <laughs> a, you don't get Which, as much out of it. Well, uh, so, because you can like with Vader, you can get a max of four 
force out of well i guess if you survive if you get shot at i6 and you can yeah. still spend it uh so to, it's a weird feels bad situation to shoot at your opponent get damage through and then they smile yeah. because they get to regenerate force yeah i, I think <laughs> the the worst part was when it was like on maul or dooku <laughs> yeah. and it, you're down. like because there's so much health there where and they i mean they changed that to nine points mm -hmm. which is a lot more reasonable than whatever three points i think three it was points on a small base yeah it was i mean i think it was three points on a large oh base yeah back i then, think it was which three points was, across the board which was like okay fine that's a no-brainer i'm yes. putting that on the, a large base ship that is going to take damage yeah uh okay because so, maul also has three force uh, yeah, yeah. that that i i don't understand in the slightest why maul had three force uh, dooku Having three force is weird, but he is a powerful Jedi slash yeah. Sith. But I think nobody would nobody would have been surprised if, if both of them only two. had two. Yeah, and no, it would have been just no one fine. Would have been surprised and, and at all. My guess is that they felt like they had to be equitable with the distribution of three force force users throughout the factions. Scum, uh, but, but they ha scum. Well, scum has a scum. One the ship is scaled, scum sailed is for right scum, now. Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, scum is. Still I refuse being, to believe they're still being beaten into the ground yeah. for what they did in yeah. first edition. Scum has one pilot, and it has two force, and then one crew. Rebels have, you know, not. I don't think they have Rebels anything have that. One? I don't think they have any. No, they have Luke. They have Kanan, which you know. Oh, so basically, right. no, Kanan they have, does exist. And they have the best right. Jedi ever, Ezra, with his. Amazing oh yeah, weird Ezra exists too. Yeah. Yeah. his abilities are trash. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's paying a little bit for you know first edition for what he dues did, yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as is the ghost. Yeah. yeah, as is the ghost. I I wonder if that's part of the the reason that Scum has been so down and out throughout second edition is that they don't have Force users. I'm sure I that's mean, part of it. Uh, you know, I didn't really think about that until right this second. But, you know, in addition to the sort of awkward design space that's going on for Scum and the awkward points, you know, that are happening, I wonder if it's just a lack of force users. I am and positive hey, that that is a good chunk of it. We saw two uh, fire spray, or one that we did really good, but we saw a couple fire sprays at Worlds. And, and what did they have force. on them? Maul. Maul. <laughs> Maul for force. Yeah, because yeah. force yeah. is really good. Yes. Uh, and uh, and more on just a little more on scum. Even overcosted force is still good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what's crazy. Or or appropriately costed, just costed more than things that are better than it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Vader crew should not be fourteen points when Maul crew, which is c considerably less for uh, considerably less good, terrible for twelve, yeah. points. For 12, points. 12 points. Two yeah. fewer points. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so in scum, I would actually personally like to see. Asajj Ventress and Savage Press. I think they'd be great additions give, to Scum to have force crew. pilots give or me, crew. Or, yeah. Give me Maul as a pilot as well. I mean, yeah. so you, we should have Maul. Maul should be pilot. His ship is like an epic sized ship, so they need to figure something out. Yeah, Asajj flies a lot of small ships. She'd be a great addition. She's obviously going to be in CIS, but half of her life she was a bounty hunter, a bounty well. hunter in Scum, so she should be there. And Savage should be a crew member. It's a good addition. So that's some positive things we can say about Force. Do you guys have anything else positive that you can say about Force rather than just ranting on no, it? No, I mean... It's it, good design no, space. It's, uh, I think, as opposed <laughs> you, to... You're welcome. Like the just execute a maneuver where they you know ffg said well we thought it was an interesting design space i honestly think that uh force is an interesting design space and it is. is a good design yes, space absolutely but it just needs to be priced yeah it needs accordingly. to be 
properly well, that's priced. actually something interesting. Could they or should they have made it to where you regenerate a force after you fully execute a maneuver? That's hmm. something that could have... So yeah. you can't just drive over a rock and regenerate. You can't bump into someone and regenerate. But driving over a rock is fully executing a maneuver. Okay, well, let's say let's say they... They added that clause <laughs> in there that we suggested. I'm we'll sorry, I'm playing the, my the game. Stan, not the Staniszewski clause. You know, it, Staniszewski it, clause in there. Yeah. Uh, so let's assume that the Staniszewski clause. clause is in effect. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I, I think that could be an interesting way to, to do it. Because, again, force is something that's written in the rules, not on a card. So it's something yeah. that they could change the way you regenerate force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think their current way to try and deal with it is here's a billion force talents and we're going to try and get you to spend it elsewhere which i mean is okay but largely we just see people not taking force talents yes you know as the way you know except for the one that provides perfect information but another topic (laughs) oh said senses this is interesting yeah okay battle for another day as well (laughs) i i do believe we're, we're running up on time, Dan? We, oh, we yeah. are well over an hour. Okay, so we do have a couple more topics that we wanted to talk about, but we will have to save them for another podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Any any final closing thoughts, anybody? Um, so my only final closing thought, aside from, I suppose other podcasters refer to them as shout-outs, uh, is that overall... To be completely clear, we love what FFG has done with Second Edition. Oh, yeah. And we absolutely love the game, love what they've done. We just wanted to take some time to talk through the few aspects of the game that were kind of, huh? About. Yeah, we love Thanks for saying that, Dan. Anyone who didn't rage quit by now will have heard that. Yeah, we love every Alex and every Brooke that's up there you know it's it's they're fantastic people um, so it, it, it you know that that's a bit joking but you know it, it it's, i love the game and yeah. i it's we love the game and that's why we're passionate about it these topics fantastically yeah. better than first edition oh my gosh it, and the fact that there's so many tools that can be utilized to if something's op to be fixed i the design space that they have created is fantastic it's just these few tidbits that you know we think need reconsideration reconsideration that is an excellent way to put it yeah uh so then uh, aside from that i think if if everybody's good Mm -hmm. um must mention warfare weekend warfare weekend uh so november 8th through 10th um Next weekend. Yep. Next weekend. Next, yeah. This uh, yes. weekend. This for the day weekend. after the podcast comes out, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So, so at this so, point, we'll see you all there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you, there's still space. So yeah. if you are just now finding out about it for some weird reason, just show up. It'll yeah. be fine. I On promise. Saturday. Um, because on Saturday. Friday's pretty full and Saturday's not so. Yeah. Uh, Gold Squadron will be there for Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dion. That just contacted me. Let me knew that. Knew, knew? Let me knew that. What you let knew? me uh, inform me of that. That he wasn't he wasn't able to get off work on Friday. But still, no. I mean, okay, yeah. And and they recently uh, just uh, one of their last podcasts. They said something about Warfare Weekend. Uh, you know, talked about how it's you know Friday and Saturday, and that there's less people on Saturday. So hopefully that will help even out. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. Yeah. 
and then other than that, we will be having an Aces High tournament uh, the Friday for after locals. for locals, yes. Um, or if you're in town. Or if you're in town, whatever. So just small three rounds, 60-minute rounds, $5 buy-in, everything goes back to store credit. Uh, I-4 cap with I a 70-point bid. Build. B- bid? Wow. <laughs> yeah, we, we thought the I-4 thing would be kind of interesting to throw into Aces High because a lot of the I-4s don't get play. And they have really they cool have abilities. Really cool abilities. And yeah. that would be great if they were Aces. Yeah. They just get their little little shine in the sun. Well, four is an ace now. <laughs> yeah, well, figure, maybe not, but you know, <laughs> she had to find a way to bring Wookies into this thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that will do it for this episode of the Midwest Scrubcast. So it's time to make like Morale of all and drive off the board edge. We'll return on the opposite end of the table in two weeks. You can follow the Midwest Scrub team on Facebook for all the latest blog and podcast content, as well as info on the St. Louis area events. We'd love to hear your feedback on this episode, and Facebook is the easiest way to share your feedback with us. If you're visiting St. Louis, check the Arch Alliance Facebook page to find out where you can get some games in with the locals. That'll be it for this weekend. Thanks for joining us. I am the Salt Monster. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hello, boyos. Are you brainless? No, not really, no. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Don't do that again. Many Gundams will be killed. Ah, Lucifer is well seen.